Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everyone. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. As I say from time to time, please spread the Word about these times together. That's how we grow. It's just gathering the body of Christ around the Word of God. What we've been looking at of late is out of the portion of the word we call First Peter. And Peter is writing to a group of people that are believers that have been exiled. They're off in a foreign land. They're aliens in a foreign land. And he's showing them who they were and who they are in the Most High God. But then also what we've been seeing of late as we go through the letter is of how they're to act, how they're to react, how they're to live with one another. And so we've seen in the last couple episodes in uh, the second chapter of 1 Peter, 17th verse, he said this, Honor all people, love the brotherhood, fear God, honor the king. So we see that we're to fear God, that we're to love the brotherhood, and that's everyone within the brother. And we're to honor all people, and we're to honor the king. And then the balance of that chapter, he dealt with uh, servants. And he said, you know, be submissive to your masters. And so he showed how to live uh, in that way and the reason for the living in that way. And the reason is that we have a model in the Lord Jesus Christ who literally bore our sins in his body, who literally committed no sin nor had any kind of deceit in his mouth, and yet he was reviled. Yet when he was reviled, he did not return that reviling. Even when he was suffering, he didn't utter any kind of threats. He didn't do anything like that. So we have an example in the Lord Jesus Christ of how we are to live as uh, servants and masters. Now, I know people say, well, we're not servants. We're not slaves to anybody anymore. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. You ever worked for a boss? You ever had a job? <clears throat> yeah. It's that type of relationship it's talking about. Well, then it moves into the third chapter. And remember, there's no uh, chapter division, no versification the, in uh, the original letter. It's just a letter. So in the third chapter, the first verse, he says this, in the same way. Well, in the same way as what? Well, in the same way that we have Christ as the model for how we're to live as servants and masters, in the same way that he humbled himself and uh, what it said in Philippians, taking on the form of flesh, taking on the form of his own creation, and came and did everything he did for mankind, in the same way, you wives, well, now, he's going to start going from masters and slaves servants to wives and husbands. He's simply showing us how to live within the varied relationships that we have. And I know, boy, this passage right here and a couple other passages in Scripture people rant and rave about because they think it teaches some form of Neanderthal caveman type of mentality of relationship between man and woman. And nothing could be further from the truth. Okay? Nothing could be further from the truth. As a matter of fact, this passage right here shows us why. And so if we were to take off our culturally uh, tinted glasses and just to see what the scripture has to say, I think we would be amazed and profound. So the first verse, the third chapter, he says this, in the same way, you wives be submissive to your own husbands so that even if any of them are disobedient to the word, they may be one without a word by the behavior of their wives as they observe your chaste and respectful behavior. 
Now, this this is a profound, profound passage. And this one in three, four verses after this, that are given the examples and details, shows us this, that one of the most powerful things in the world is a woman who submissive to the Most High God and submissive to her own husband. Notice it said, own husband, not to somebody else's husband. A lot of times people want to take this thing and say, well, that means that women have to be submissive to men. No, 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 not at all. Women can be CEOs. Women can be president and whatever, prime ministers. Yeah. No, but there is an attitude of heart of walking in submission to own husband. And you say, well, why is that? It sounds like that one is greater than the other. Well, there's some interesting things related to that. When you go all the way back to Genesis to see how Adam and Eve were made, a woman was taken from the side to be a helpmate, okay? Uh, and you've heard the classic line, not taken from the head to oversee, not taken from the foot to be stomped upon, all that kind of, you know, pictures that are, you know, somewhat useful. No, no, he's just saying this, that you're to be submissive to your own husband. Well, why? He tells us why. So that even if these husbands are disobedient to the word, if they're unbelievers, if they're disobedient, say they are believers, and yet they're not walking the way that God wants them to, that these husbands will be won without a word by the behavior of their wives. In other words, the wives are not going to have to rant and yell and scream and preach and all this kind of stuff at the husband. It will be literally by the respectful behavior, the chaste behavior of the wife toward the husband, he says that they may be one without a word. Now, this is not a guarantee. Okay, It's not something if you live absolutely right for somebody that they will have to get saved. No, what it's saying is if you will live this way, they will see your chaste behavior. They will see your respectful behavior, and they will be convicted by this. There's also a passage, oh, I want to say it's in 1 Corinthians, but I don't remember. I think it's over there where it talks about... Um, how uh, the person in the relationship like this, who is the holy person and the righteous person, sanctifies the home. You bring holiness into the home. You bring holiness into the relationship. That doesn't mean that you're going to have the other person saved because of your behavior. No, every person <coughs> has to make that decision in and of themselves. But you bring holiness into it. So again, in the same way, you wise... Be submissive to your own husbands so that even if any of them are disobedient to the word, they may be won without a word by the behavior of their wives as they observe your chaste and respectful behavior. Now, quickly, listen to the next two verses. Your adornment must not be merely external, braiding the hair and wearing gold jewelry or putting on dresses. But let it be the hidden person of the heart with the imperishable quality of a gentle and quiet spirit, which is precious in the sight of God. So he's showing the ladies how they're to behave, the wives how they're to act toward their husband. And he said the adornment must not be merely external. This is not saying don't have external adornments. Sometimes people <coughs> excuse me, want to interpret it that way that you're not to braid your hair, you're not to wear gold jewelry, you're not to put on dresses. No, no, no. He says, it's not just external. It must be the hidden person of the heart. And he tells us what is imperishable. It's an imperishable quality of a gentle and a quiet spirit, which is precious in the sight of God. This gentle, this quiet spirit, this chaste and respectful behavior before one's own husband, 
is one of the most powerful things that that husband will ever, ever encounter. So, ladies, let me just, uh, particularly for you, men, we'll get to you later. <laughs> Take this before the Lord and say, Lord, do I act this way before my husband? Do I walk this way? Remember, this submission thing, the world has perverted this. This isn't where they're grabbing you by the hair and dragging you along, and you must do what I tell you to do. No, 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 no. In the same way, in the same way that Christ was submissive to the Father, in the same way that Christ submitted himself to all that he did for our benefit, may we do likewise. Again, I'm Dale. Thank you so much for the time. I'll see you again later.